gentlemen welcome back to another episode of facts versus rhetoric thank you again for joining us today today we're going to cover a couple different things that all kind of i think tie in together first we're going to start with the latest department of homeland security press briefing that came out on february 7th we're going to dabble in democracy around the world and then finish up with free speech. This is the from their statement. The United States remains in a heightened threat level environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. That was from the uh, DHS bulletin. Now, obviously... They didn't say what foreign or domestic actors are responsible for anything, and they didn't provide any evidence or proof of that. That's just their, their warning. And remember, this is the Department of Homeland Security. This was an agency created after 9-11 to protect the homeland. And their number one concern right now for this country is the false and misleading narratives and the word that you're probably already sick of, the, the famous trio of mis, dis, and malinformation. And they intentionally highlighted the misleading narrative surrounding COVID-19 that claimed that some individuals have used COVID mandates and vaccines to carry out attacks as 2020. Okay, so they're classifying the people that have a problem with what's been going on in the COVID narrative as domestic terrorists. Okay, this is where we've gotten to. And shockingly, the agency didn't provide, you know, or elaborate on any evidence for these allegations. They just said it because it's true. They also went on to say foreign terrorist organizations and domestic threat actors. The agency continues to say foreign terrorist organizations and domestic threat actors continue to amplify pre-existing false or misleading narratives online to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions. So... I was brought up under the guise of the trust is earned. And I think a lot of you people were as well. And this is coming from the government. Okay. They have not done anything. And I've said this a million times to, to earn the benefit of the doubt. Nobody trusts the government because there's not a lot of examples that we can point to, to be like, see, remember that time when the government did that thing like, man, you can really trust these guys. That shit's never happened, right? So it's just so crazy that they're butthurt about not getting the benefit of the doubt and then have to go through these fucking agencies to put these things in place and call people with dissenting points of view domestic terrorists. That should scare the shit out of everybody. So misinformation is false, but not created or shared with the intention of causing harm. So that's like a mistake. Oh, you were just wrong about that. So that's misinformation. So that's crazy point one. Disinformation is misinformation's bad older brother. Disinformation is deliberately created to mislead, harm, or manipulate a person, social group, organization, or country. Disinformation. That sounds like advertising to me, but whatever. That's what disinformation is. They're deliberately create, trying to mislead you. 
And malinformation, this is the newest member of the, the formation family. Malinformation is based on fact, comma, but used out of context to mislead, harm, or manipulate. So really fun addition to the family there where they create this malinformation space where you can use that to attack things that are factually correct, but that are not used in the context that the people running the narrative would like. So that's insane on its face, but that's, that's the, in the mis, dis, and malinformation family right there. Okay. Tax dollars hard at work right there. So everyone can feel good about their hard-earned money getting well spent to come up with these bulletins and terms and all this bullshit. But that stuff's crazy enough on, on its own. But here's the issue I have with it. And this is the issue I have with all of this shit. Who decides what is true or false? You can't. It's impossible. It's an impossible task. And I think that's why the founding fathers were like, yeah, you don't want anybody having the control of what's true. So everything's in play. Let the people figure it out. It's the whole point of free speech. You cannot have an arbiter of truth, especially the government. I mean, hello, conflict of interest much? I mean, it's, it's the attempt to control speech, and that should alarm everyone. You know, even if you believe the COVID narrative, and you believe that the dissenting views are dangerous to your health and other people's health, and God forbid the hospitals, oh my God, even if you believe all that, you need to understand that everyone has the right to believe what they want and express it how they want, you know, as long as they don't break a law. And what you have to understand about these types of issues that involve freedom is it's not just about a particular example, right? You can't pick and choose when freedoms apply. They need to be universal. You know, you, you always have to ask yourself, what, what if it happens to me? What if it's your viewpoint that was classified as misinformation? What if you were arrested for being a domestic terrorist? You know, because the government classified your criticisms on a particular subject illegal. You know, that's the, that's the missing piece that really pisses me off that people don't look at it like that because whatever's being talked about is, you know, it's a political win for their side, their agenda, whatever, whatever they believe to be true. All right. But this whole notion and earned right of freedom that we were all born with in this country. That was the one thing we were fucking born with that we have a right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, freedom of speech. So your one God given fucking freedom needs to be universal and it needs to be looked at by everybody as a universal freedom. I doesn't mean you have to like what I say. Doesn't mean you have to listen to me with what I say, but nobody should advocate for anybody to be censored or removed or labeled a domestic terrorist or kicked off a fucking platform. That's, that's some fucking serious arrogance there thinking you're right. And that's never, that's never panned out for anybody before, but especially on this topic, people enough is enough. We have to identify the threat is to the freedom, regardless of what the fuck you're talking about. I've listened for two years of people fucking lie to me. People lie to you every fucking day. You ever watch a White House briefing? 
doesn't matter what administration you're watching. That person is up there lying to you on purpose. Everybody in the press row knows they're lying and they all still play the game. So you can't pick and choose when the misinformation, disinformation, fucking malinformation is cared about. None of it should fucking matter. It should all be in play and you pick and choose what you believe based on what you hear. Okay? But to get all righteous about a narrative, like, hello? Can you tell they're worried? Now they're outlawing thoughts and speech on a particular subject. This is 2022 United States of America. And they are outlawing speech in various forms of information because they don't like the criticism of the emergency that they fucking caused. That is insane to me. And it, it's so frustrating. And I hope people, when they hear this stuff, they roll their eyes. And they say bullshit. I don't care if you're my, if it's my political party or not. It's fucking wrong. And the more this goes on, the bigger realization that I'm having that it's our responsibility to stand up for this shit, to advocate for it, regardless of what the content is or whether we believe it or not, whether we like it or not. Like, holy shit, what's true? Of all the things the government does well and not well, and I don't even know what they do well, but we're going to give them the power to dictate what's true? Have we lost our fucking minds? Do we not even want to try anymore? Like, what? what is that? And again, I hope when you heard that, you were like, what the hell? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And on top of it not making any sense, it's to scare the shit out of everyone. Not because of what it's talking about, because the precedent it may create. This is always like the, the, the Second Amendment people, the gun people. They will never... They'll never policy-wise concede on anything because once you start conceding, once you develop these precedents, then it's just going to keep going. You know, it's, it, give an inch, take a mile. So even if something gun control-wise makes sense, they won't even do it because you can't. It's a yes or a no. It's an absolute. Right to bear an arm or don't you? If the answer is yes, then piss off. You want to create some other stuff on the local level or whatever, fine. That's why we have little governments to do that. But when we're talking about rights, freedom of speech, it's yes or no. With anything in the Bill of Rights, it's a yes or a fucking no. There's no, yeah, but unless it's mis, dis, or mal information. Or, well, yes, you have the right to bear a firearm, but not an automatic weapon. I mean, come on, we'll give you a weapon, but not one of those. It's, fuck that noise. It's yes or no. I don't know why we have a problem with that in this country, understanding that. And I, well... I believe it's because everything's so fucking political. And you defending your political adversary's right to say what they want would not be a political win. So I get it, but people need to rise above the politics of these issues because they're real fucking issues and they affect everybody. Second thing I wanted to get to today, I was reading this uh, article that came out on the 15th of February. The, the Economic Intelligence Unit publishes 12th edition of the Democracy Index. And that rates the democracy levels in 165 independent states and two territories. So this, this research is based on criteria that includes civil liberties, the electoral process, pluralism, government functionality, political participation, and political culture. All right, so these countries are rated on a 0 to 10 scale. Don't worry, I'm not going to just gloss over the pluralism thing because I had to look that up. I didn't know what that is. 
Pluralism is, is defined as a society where multiple people, groups, or entities share political power. Example of pluralism is a society where people with different cultures, backgrounds, keep their own traditions. So, I mean, I would guess the United States scores pretty high in that category, right? We have people from all walks of life, from all over the world, that are allowed to bring their cultures and their traditions to this country and practice it freely. So... That's what pluralism. So I bet we score pretty good on that. The government functionality, whew, I would guess we're pretty good at creating bureaucracies, you know, but I think we're really horrible at helping people. I feel like most of our politicians just sell their influence to further their careers. But also on the list was political participation. I mean, that sucks in this country. The biggest voting block in this country is the people that don't vote. It's half the country. All right. That's, that's not good political participation. You know, in the other half of the country is split in two parties that have a personality contest between the lesser of two evils every four years. So I guess it's not going to shock anyone in that we are not number one on this list. <laughs> number one was Norway. They scored a 9.75 out of 10. New Zealand was number two at 9.37. And then Finland round out the uh, bronze medal there at 9.27. And then you have to flip a couple fucking pages before you get to the United States. Out of 167 countries, we ranked 26th in democracy with a 7.85. So, again, facts versus rhetoric. America's the greatest country in the world, fucking best democracy in the world. The fact is, based upon the, this study, we're the 26th. And you don't need to fucking study. You just need the eyeball test to know we're not number one because we don't value the true democracy and the true spirit that this country was fucking founded on but i thought that was very very telling and also i wanted to quickly cover joe biden's comments before the super bowl which might reinforce the fact that we're ranked 26th you were interviewed a year ago about the super bowl and you expressed hope that come this year that they'd be able to fill the stands again with people and that apparently is going to be the case however Many of those people won't be wearing masks, despite the, the local law in Los Angeles. What is your message to people who want desperately for this to be over and to be able to resume the lives that they remember? Well, look, um, I love how people talk about personal freedom. If you're exercising personal freedom, freedom puts someone else in jeopardy, their health in jeopardy. I don't consider that being very damn with freedom. I love how people talk about personal freedom. Jesus Christ. Well, that's the, the leader of the free world, currently ranked 26 in the democracies. That was our President Joe Biden, interviewed by Lester Holt shortly before the Super Bowl. And Joe decides to just tell us that personal freedoms are great. However, if it affects people's health and safety, then, then they're not okay. So I don't know if you have the same visceral reaction I have when I hear stuff like that, but that is terrifying. I mean, think of the million things you do in a day. A high percentage of those affect people's health and safety. Do you get in a car? Do you drive on the highway? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? I've never heard a president talk about freedom like that. Like, that's our whole fucking... That's our fucking, that's our thing. <laughs> fucking freedom. That's what we founded this country on. This is why we fought world wars. 
Like, I can't even, I don't know if I have the aptitude to make this point. I don't know if my vocabulary is big enough to make this point. Like, everything, the foundation of this fucking country is built on freedom. They're all little freedom bricks in the foundation of this entire country. The whole fucking mission statement, the whole commercial for this country is freedom. And then you have the president of the free world. Remember, you hear that one, right? President of the free world. The president of this free world, in parentheses, only if you don't affect someone's health and safety. Like, what the fuck? I don't know if he went off script, but the fact that he said that out loud tells you that's how he feels. So it was, e it was either scripted or it wasn't, and that just, that just came out as a fucking thought. Both of those things just scare the shit out of you. Because, again, the one thing we were all fucking promised was freedom. And this jack wagon is saying, yeah, I love when people talk about personal freedoms. Like, get a load of these fucking guys talking about freedom. Are you fucking kidding me? I think that, that just all ties in with the Department of Homeland Security, the, the fucking democracy rating based on other places of the world, those comments by the president. It's all pointing at the, at the wrong direction. You have government agencies calling people who criticize the government domestic terrorists. This country was founded on a government system for the people, by the people. The people control everything. So if the people have a fucking problem with the government, that's good. That's the whole point of our, the system, the way it was set up. The founding fathers were so concerned about a government not giving a shit about the people, getting too big and tyrannical, and then just taking over. Because they went through it in England. They didn't want it to happen. They knew it happened everywhere else in the world, and they tried real hard to prevent it from happening here. And the only way it's going to be prevented is when people hear this shit and be like, whoa, sorry, you lost me. I know I had my vote blue no matter who sign out. I know I have my fucking Biden Kamala sticker on my car. I know I fucking lectured everyone for the last four years of the Trump administration on restoring truth and, and, and fucking, you know, niceness and all that bullshit. But your guy's in here and he's talking about freedom like you have to fucking earn it with good behavior. That's jail. That's not freedom. Freedom isn't earned. It's given to you. So when these people talk like this and they put out fucking press releases saying you can't criticize the government... You need to wake up. I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but this is, this is how it starts. This is how it's always started in history. You know, it didn't start with gas chambers. It started with a one party controlling the media, one party controlling the message, one party deciding what is truth, one party censoring speech and silencing the opposition, one party dividing citizens into us and them or vaxxed and unvaxxed and calling on their supporters to harass them. Get vaccinated, you dirty piece of shit. It started when good people turned a blind eye and let it happen. And this is the time when you cannot turn a blind eye and let it happen again because we don't have a fucking excuse that we didn't know any better. There are a million examples in history, and plenty of people are fucking trying to warn everybody about it now as well. So let's wake up, let's do some of our own critical thinking, and remember, 
It's not the suicides, it's not the mental health crisis, it's not the struggling families, it's not the domestic violence or the developmental delays in our kids, it's not the closures of our small business or the extreme poverty that the lockdowns created, it wasn't the side effects of the vaccines, it's the fucking polls. That's why they're starting to lift the mandates. That should tell you all you need to know about the politicians that we're dealing with. And on top of that, they're still trying to lecture us when we can exercise our freedoms or not. To me, that's unacceptable. And I hope when you guys hear it, it's unacceptable for you too. 